0: My friends at Kevin's Worldwide is your full-service resource for branded merchandise. Kevin's is also one of America's largest distributors of promotional products and uniforms. You can reach them at kevinsww.com for the top brands of apparel and promotional products. And I mean, you can really reach them. Talk to a real person. Wow! So, relax. From design to receipt of your order, you can be confident your imprinted product will represent you well. Contact them today at kevinsww.com. That's kevinsww.com. Thank them for supporting the Business Builder Show with Marty Wolf.
1: Entrepreneurs, small business owners, professionals who seek excellence, bringing the business classroom to you. It's the Business Builder Show. Here's Marty Wolf. We still got a long way
0: to go. Yes, we all got a long way to go. Welcome to the Business Builders Show, the show for entrepreneurs, business owners, business leaders, and professionals who seek excellence. I'm Marty Wolf, your host for the Business Builder Show, and along with my executive producer, Mr. D.C. Taylor, we will be your guides in this learning journey. By the way, you can learn more about all our past shows and about me and my work at martywolfbusinesssolutions.com. That's martywolfbusinesssolutions.com. I am once again excited to bring back my now close friend, And um, episode number seven with my friend Dana Oliver. Hi, Dana.
1: Marty, thank you very much, sir. I I can't say enough how what a great pleasure it is to be back on the business builder show and in particular to be part of you know interview number 7 of 9 this is this is quite the role and fantastic
0: it's been a lot of fun and we're learning a lot and i'm getting good comments about the whole show so uh we are focusing primarily we're kind of uh um educating in different ways but really what we're talking about is Dana's book which is mantra design innovate, buy or die, discover the secrets for profitable and lasting innovation. So Dana, I'm going to ask you to do a quick introduction of yourself. You spent some time, you're with Medtronic, so kind of give me the quick intro and then get us up to speed uh, quickly on what we've talked about so far in the previous episodes.
1: Yeah, that's a lot. Uh, so certainly, you know, 30 years experience dedicated to medical device. Although, you know, if so 25 patents helped grow a business from 100 million to 2 billion. Um, you know, we spent the last 14 years uh, helping that run, you know, I've written two books uh, dedicated to emotionally intelligent innovation leadership. Uh, And and we've been focusing on mantra design, uh, innovate, buy or die, which helps you identify your customers' unmet needs and then transform them into patent-protected, premium-priced, market-share-leading technologies.
0: Yeah. It's been a fascinating discussion. And uh, I'm stealing ideas from you like crazy and applying them with my (laughs) existing clients. So that's okay, isn't it?
1: Oh, it's absolutely okay. I mean, that's why we're doing this. (laughs) This is why we're doing
0: it, man. We're educating, right? We're educating.
1: Yeah. I mean, and I've been you know everything that we've been doing you know the two of us have been promoting on social media sites like LinkedIn sure you know I'll use that uh, by example and you know so we're we're sharing to all these startups entrepreneurs and innovators and engineers around the r- around the world and country they can learn a boatload oh, here absolutely. and then if they want to go deeper, you know boy, it's easy enough to to grab a book or yeah. You know, even contact us.
0: Well, let's let's say right now, if they want to go deeper with you, what's the website for they should connect connect with
1: you on? Oh, thank you for that. It's certainly www dot mantra m a n. T-R-A, leadership.com, one word, mantra, leadership.com. I post, you know, obviously the books are there. You can get previews, though, as well as interviews or other writings, uh, you know, from work that you and I've done, sure. Marty, as well as others.
0: Yeah, great. So episode number seven, let's start. Or mantra number 12, which is titled, Just Because You Can Doesn't Mean <laughs> You Should. All yeah. right. I teed you up. Talk to me.
1: Yeah, thanks for that, Marty. You know what? It's interesting, again, you know, um, just – it's a great title for that uh, chapter and and what I mean by that is that in particular, when executives begin to take roles for companies and in, in particular larger companies, they have influence they yeah. you know they have the ability to say what should be done and what should not be done but you know I wrote the chapter because it's really important to know who you are you know you want to dance with the girl you came with, but here's one of the things executives you know they need to be cautious about putting too much emphasis on their own ideas or just because they've had dinner with an influential customer and they've talked about something that that they think might be cool you don't wanna ram that down, or what I call top-down engineering. You know, most companies have an innovation process, and that's what I've written the book around is customer-focused innovation. And to me, you wanna vet ideas, and you wanna vet these concepts from the ground up. And so, you know, I've been preaching all along that you wanna put early prototypes in your customer's hands. You wanna evaluate them in a simulated environment. And when you collect that feedback, you, you know, it helps you not only vet the concept, but helps you establish, you know, it, 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 it's positioning mm-hmm. for commercial success. Mm-hmm. And executives sometimes they have these ideas and they push it from the top down. And and so I write about you know, some of the, you know, some of the blenders of some very fantastic companies. Yeah. You know, when you look at Harley Davidson and, and, you know, they had this, you know, they make these great 30 motorcycles and they came out with a Harley Davidson apparel, but then they tried to go into perfume. Yeah.
0: Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> and, and, well, first and, of all, whoever thought of that? No. <laughs> Did we fire that person, by the way, Dana?
1: Yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh, you my know, goodness. Who where these but, people but that, are? But
0: that's a clear case in point. You're you're making one of the most um, famous uh, emotional brands right. uh, in the motorcycle world, and so someone came along and said, without any, probably any research at all. I assume, I guess that's your point. Perfume, right. like what
1: the hell? <laughs> I, I mean, you know, there's a lot of adjacent technologies that you can move sure. around or move out. But I think part of as you begin to grow up as a company, I want you know. The emphasis and the caution needs to be, you become identified. And what I mean by that is that, example, let's talk about Toyota. Right. So Toyota has established a brand, and when people think of Toyota, they think of, quality and highly reliable cars yeah now what they don't think about is they don't think about those fantastic luxury touring sedans or the, these you know great driving experiences you know that's what bmw owns right so what toyota did though is really you know um very clever is they said hey we're going to move away from the toyota brand and we're going to create this lexus brand uh-huh. yeah You know, so what they did is they said, let's change, you know, the the paradigm. Let's change the perspective on what we are. And so Lexus became this, you know, high quality. You're going to pay a premium. These are fantastic luxury performance sedans, but they could have never got there with the Toyota branding connotation. Right. And so.
0: Right. Important. The Toyota brand represents something and the Lexus brand represents something. Two different things.
1: Right. You have to know who you are, and, and that's truly important. And so when I talk about this, you know, top-down development that often happens in, in, in these great big businesses is, you, you know, you might have an executive that says, hey, you know, I, I don't know. I was talking to an influential friend and, you, you know, or we should synergize or we should move into this adjacent technology. You know, I, I'm here to tell you, you always want to. Even though you might have an idea, don't fall in love with it too quickly and don't force it down the throats of your employees just because you can. And there's a great story around um the CEO of Coca Cola. And and so I remember he was taking this tour and, and it was and he half heartedly joked. He said, Hey, you know what, we should we should change our brand coloring from, from red to blue. Mm. And, and all of a sudden, you know, what what these executives don't realize is that their words have meanings to yeah. employees. Yeah. And, and all of a sudden there was this massive inertia and the massive, massive effort to begin moving away from the red, the Coca-Cola red and the symbology and the branding. He wasn't really serious. He wasn't serious. But that's the type of influence that your words have as an executive.
0: Yeah, they have that positional power. And, right. and they can influence and uh, and but boy, you know you already have this um, a marketing system, you have, you have an innovation process in place. you have that customer relationships, that's what you should be listening to. So that's really what it's about what your title says just because you can doesn't mean you should do something. And of course the new Coke, uh, the Coke was right. one of the marketing disasters of all time, correct?
1: Oh, you're absolutely right. You know, you talk about new Coke and clearly – and this is what I tell people to do is that you want to go back out and and take your product. If you put it in your hands and 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 part of your touch point is talking back to your customers, you'll easily avoid these things because they're going to tell you. You know, yeah. if you're crazy, you're not crazy. Yeah. I mean, it, yeah. it's no different than <laughs> Ben Gay, right? This yeah. topographical, <laughs> yeah. you, you know, uh, ointment. And they try to make aspirins. People had a lot of difficulty say, taking a topographical, yeah. you know, pain relief medicine and, and turning it into a, an aspirin, even though you could certainly see the synergy there. But it's all about branding. Y- yeah. You know, you have to understand who you are, your innovation process, but also what your connotation to your customers mean. And, and, and that's where... You know, um, you know, maybe what we can do, Marty's move into, you know, I have another mantra, which is called dance with the girl you came with. Mm. And, and this outlines the value of how your customers have perceived you.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's that's so important. In smaller companies you hear all the time, uh, you know, the program of the week or the idea of the <laughs> month, you know, or again a CEO of a smaller company went to a conference and uh or read a book and said, Okay, we're switching. Well, wait a minute, something has been working really, really well. Do we really want to do that? And and again, it's all about what you've preached through our whole our all our episodes is you know, listen to your customer what's the voice of the customer and listen to your team who's working on all these kinds of things and speaking of a team i love this mantra also mantra number 13 product champions make a difference i love this thought process so talk to me about product champions make the difference the difference not a difference the difference
1: yeah, thanks for thanks for that lead in, Marty. Certainly, I feel so strongly about the importance of you know having a, a product champion. That matter of fact, I don't want to develop a product if I don't have someone a, a champion. You know, these are the people that ultimately make the difference. They're the ones that make a brand great. This is the whole reason why a small startup company with a very Narrow focus and a limited sales force and a limited budget can just kill. A, a, a massive establishment company yeah. with a new idea and a lot and the primary reason around that is that they they have a champion they have someone that believes so you know uh vigorously you know from the heart of, of their technology or their product that you can see it it's no different than you and I talk i mean i believe in in so much in emotional intelligence but, but if you, you know if, if you have someone that has and this is what happens so many startups right they get bought by these big establishment companies. But then what happens? What happens thereafter is then then the brand becomes lackluster. And, and yeah. a lot of the reason for that is that when it when it gets acquired, it you know the big the acquiring business doesn't have the same love right. and passion right. you know for that product as that original product manager did or that original original technologist yeah. had for that company. and to me, you, you know when when you have a true product champion, they just they won't you know they'll go out of their way. they'll sleep and breathe every single day and every single night for the yeah. promotion and success. Of that product. Whereas, you know what? If you're just a product manager, you acquired a company and you and you know um, you inherit this. Well, then it's like it's part of your portfolio. It's it's like maybe it has some, you know, some polish to it. Maybe you can generate some revenues around it. But that's how you think of it. You know, it's like it's nine to five. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Versus when you're a product manager, you're the guy, you know, sleeping up every night. Yeah. You know, staying up late and calling people and going out of your way to, you know, promote the dickens. Yeah. Uh, that's something that you believe in, right?
0: Such passion in what they're doing, both as an individual and as a team, and just passion and a vision for what it could be. And when the you-know-what hits the fan, Uh they're also the ones that say, well, wait a minute. We're getting these customer complaints about this. I don't want this to happen. But, you know, if it does slip a little bit, customer complaints – can kind of be turned around right i mean so if something does yeah. go wrong how, uh, how do you how do you look at customer complaints
1: you know, thanks for that segue, Marty. Certainly, for me, I have uh, many examples of how I've been able to focus on customer complaints and actually, you know, instead of looking at them as a nuisance or or looking at them with the ability to maybe assign a junior engineer or or you don't have time uh, around a customer complaint, I look at it very differently. And 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 if you look at customer complaints, you begin you need to listen to your customers and begin to ask you know, what exactly are they saying? Too many times people look at a customer complaint and they're so busy about putting a Band-Aid on it that they they overlook the potential. And more than once in my career, what I've done is I've been able to look at customer complaints deeply, which ultimately identified unmet needs. Mm-hmm. You know, so mm-hmm. The, mm-hmm. they were complaining about your technology, but then the question is, why was the technology not working for them? And when we took a deeper you know uh look at what they were doing they ultimately were using the technology to try to perform a procedure that it wasn't ultimately designed for yeah, well the yeah. reason they were doing that is cuz they didn't have a tool to satisfy what they were looking for, yeah. So you know, so the customer complaint then was turned into an unmet need, which then we were able to create an entire portfolio of intellectual property, identify uh, an unmet need that we solved, which then allowed us to put together a product and a platform, which we could sell at a premium because our customer, I mean, our competitors weren't doing it. Yeah. So to me, customer complaints are a great way. You know and they don 't always turn out that way, right, yeah. but if you know you want to take the time to look at them deeply and understand it goes back to your customers, yeah. you know business begins and ends with customers
0: yeah and, and 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 the importance of marketing and of being the eyes and ears of your brain and of your company. you love the idea of marketing, talking to the rest of the company, ah. being engineering, and uh, you know what so many companies miss that there 's so many silos. Dana, right. that, but in your case, and you really tout uh, your experience at Medtronic and how critical marketing and having the eyes and ears and, and, ha- and listening to that customer, how important that is, right?
1: Uh, It's all about, you know, it's one of the, when I talk about learn your customer's world, I, you know, at the surgical technologies division, I worked with some of the greatest marketers uh, I have in my 30 year career and they were so close. And this is what I preach and prescribe Marty is that they, they aspire to be at a near peer level with our customers. So we would learn, you know, we would, we would actually have physicians teach us up on anatomy. They would train us, you know, on, on, looking at procedures we would spend an inordinate amount of time you know working in and around cadavers yeah. with physicians so that we understood anatomy we understood vernacular yeah you know, we understood their procedures we understood the equipment um and and, and, and how surgeries were performed in in our marketing Boys and girls were so good that they could actually be out in a surgery uh, and they could see something and they could come back and tell us Mm -hmm. what happened. And they were so, so uh, educated uh, and, and could could talk in such fantastic detail that we could oftentimes emulate Mm. what happened out in the field just based on our discussion, as well as what it allowed us to do is allowed R&D to focus on next generation technologies instead of oftentimes trying to solve problems because our our commercial arm was so good with our customers. Yeah. yeah. And, and 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 this is a great segue too. That if you're if you're so close to your customers, what happens is you develop a relationship that they begin to share with you where their future research interest lies, which then, as a business, positions you for the future. Right? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you're absolutely. not going out looking for it, but it's coming to you.
0: Yeah. And and you know what? As you were speaking. I thought about, I said, before you answered that question, you know, marketing sometimes is in a silo, and then the rest of the company, being in engineering, design, or, or those kinds of things, are in two silos. Well, yeah, maybe that is marketing's fault, as well as it is the other side. Because if marketing's not doing uh, the excellent job that you just described, they were with their customers, they could explain to you when they came back, if you will. Clearly yeah. what they saw. They were, they were educated. They were they weren't off the cuff crazy ideas. They are able to bring you concepts. They say, I saw this, I spoke to the customer about this.
1: That's when it works, when people are professionals, right? Oh, you're absolutely right. I can't I cannot emphasize enough the the importance of the best practice that but you know you need to have deep Partnerships between your marketing and your research and development yeah, yeah. Uh, cross functions, so and important. the reason this is so essential is that these two functions, more so than any other cross functions in a business, they're the ones that scope out and define your strategic plan. Yeah. And, and your strategic plan, you know, has the the platforms that you want to promote. It has your one to two to three your, or more year roadmaps. It helps identify your priorities and your cadence about what you're going to do, but also too, it helps emphasize who you are as a company. It begins to find deeply that business sliver that's essential for you. Yeah. And, and if that partnership doesn't exist, boy, you can, You can. Know, how do you ever think that you're going to be successful, whether that's a large company or in particular, a small company?
0: Yeah. Well, talk about great strategic relationships, the Business Builders Show and Dana A. Oliver and his great book, Mantra design, innovate, buy or die, discover the secrets for profitable and lasting innovation. We brought it home again, Dana. So what another clinic. So tell us again about what best place for people to learn more about you
1: thanks marty and again i cannot you know express enough gratitude for having me on the show on this extended interview series certainly uh you know my website's the best place to look and to learn even more i, I you know i share just like you do it's at dot m-a-n-t-r-a com.
0: fantastic show another great show we're going to do one more we're going to wrap up this uh whole series with one more it'll be coming up soon so log on to soundcloud follow marty wolf so that you can be alerted uh because this is what's happening and by the way dana you saw (laughs) i was putting out that i released three shows simultaneously and i want to let you know who's number one right now (laughs) <laughs> it's Dana Oliver. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Exciting, <laughs> you know? Uh, you're bringing it funny. on, man. <laughs> <laughs> I am we're we're trying, Marty, we're trying to make this happen. You're bringing it on. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I, I think for us, you know what, we've tried to, it's funny, you know, a lot of people write books or they talk and they might have a, you know, a nebulous concept. I mean, I'm all about just get to the point, share the value. And yeah. that's what, you know, every every chapter brings value and, and, and it has a lot of information in there.
0: Absolutely. Buy the book, Mantra Design, Innovate, Buy or Die from Dana A. Oliver. Go to mantraleadership.com to learn more about him. So you have been listening to the Business Builder Show. I am your host, marty wolf so alongside of me my producer mr dc taylor thank you so much for listening and just have an incredible week look forward to speaking with you again soon bye-bye
1: bringing the business classroom to you it's the business builder show with marty wolf
0: my friends at kevin's worldwide is your full service resource for branded merchandise kevin's is also one of America's largest distributors of promotional products and uniforms. You can reach them at kevinsww.com for the top brands of apparel and promotional products. And I mean, you can really reach them. Talk to a real person. Wow. So relax. From design to receipt of your order, you can be confident your imprinted product will represent you well. Contact them today at kevensww.com. That's kevinsww.com. Thank them for supporting the Business Builder Show with Marty Wolf.